This is CliffCentral.com. What's up, people? It's time. It's that time of the week again where we give you nothing but the best. And uh, my name is Timisha Masha, of course, and I'm coming live to you from the Cliff Central headquarters in Rivonia. And I'm bringing you black life. I hope you are ready for it. Today on the show, we have with us uh, Lesejo from uh, Club Med, and we're going to be talking everything holidays and going out. And of course, we don't want to miss that uh, amazing, amazing uh, story that happened yesterday with the box beating. Well, I don't even know if beating is the right word. Giving the U.S. a beat down, an actual like whipping. Um, I think the score was 64-0, uh, which is good because when you think about it, right, uh, the Rand is, uh, what, what is the Rand at the moment? It's like 13. It's about even going to 14. Or oh, even going to 14. Yeah. So we did that for the Rand. It was like, you have a stronger currency, but we have a much stronger <laughs> rugby team, so take that. Anyway, uh, this week's Black Life is brought to you by the original all-inclusive holiday provider, Club Med. Discover the world with Club Med and choose from over 80 resorts around the world, from quality family holidays to romantic couples escapes. From sun to snow, resort and city experiences, Club Med is the ultimate paradise for the perfect break. Club Med holidays enjoyed in style. So, Lissico, did you get to uh, watch the game yesterday? I'm a mom. You're a mom. We don't watch TV. But I don't understand. <laughs> like, not even like CBBS. <laughs> don't anymore. do CBBS anymore. He's oh. seven. Okay, tell me something. When does that that stage end where they control the TV, especially when it comes to watching repeats of Barney, the dinosaur, which I'm not looking forward to. Okay, I'm like I'm dreading that. That's my biggest dread at the moment. They always control the TV. Oh. It doesn't oh. end. It's just they grow up. And obviously, they change what it is that they're seeing on TV, but they still okay. have full control. Uh, all right. So, so, so at some point, it stops being Barney, but it's still like Cartoon Network. <laughs> it's it's Cartoon like, Network. But but like crappy Cartoon Network. Or actually, does it get things better? that I actually quite enjoy. I watch them with him. Let's talk about Cartoon Network for a bit, and 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 the Disney Channel. Yes. Um, I've heard via via that uh, there is there are some cartoons that promote. Like negative things, you know. Uh, some of them they promote things like uh, uh, I don't want to say devil yeah. worship or anything like that. What's up, beast? Let me put you in the conversation. Yeah. So, so we're talking. I mean, you're not there. I yet. heard the show. By you're the not way. there yet. You're not there yet. I but heard the show. By the uh, way. Fair enough. But you're app. not there. What? The Cliff Central app. You downloaded it on your phone. Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, but we're talking something else here. So, so thanks for joining Just us. Just thought I'd tell you. you know, but we're talking like uh, uh, children's TV shows, you know, before we get into that whole box laying of the US. And uh, I was asking Lisekho here, like, you know, has she, has she noticed that some of the cartoons out there uh, have some negative undertones Like, serious, your Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the eyes just turn what what eyes popping out, and you can see that there's like some evil worshiping, if you want to call oh, it that. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. the kids are exposed to that. But there's also other shows that I've heard that uh, apparently, um, when it comes to, you know, um, negative behavior being reinforced, like kids not listening to their parents or authority, those little cartoons where the kids are very rebellious are out there and things like that. I mean, have you seen that out there? I mean, what what can we watch out for as parents, man? We're getting there. 
geez, it's not really easy because they show this at a time whereby it's it's right after school. So you're the kids a, have just come home, back from right? school. You're not at home, and the kids are watching this, and um, they they don't actually even have a like parental guidance or anything of that sort. So you don't actually quite know whether it's, it's like the good type of cartoons or not. Yeah, you yeah. sort of expect that the cartoons would be good. Mm. But your boy's seven now, so you you've been through it. We've been through all of that. Um, and you've got him to, to, to start reading more en- than watch TV. He enjoys reading. How did you do that? I, I wish I could just take full credit <laughs> to that. <laughs> oh, it's all him, right? Okay. All right. Uh, partly him, but my, my boy's a nerd. No, but how did that happen? I mean, was he just born a do nerd? Do you read a lot? I read not as much as I would like to, but he literally just fell into loving. I mean, you get your your, your children that love sport, you get your children that love oh, okay. other things as well. So, so he, he just, just happened. He fell into loving reading, and that's what he does. Okay, and what kind of books are you getting him? I mean, let, let's start from the beginning. When he first started reading, what kind of books should we be looking out for that we we should be getting our kids? Well, fortunately, um, I mean, he's in grade one at the moment. So what then happens is that every single day they get like a book that they need to read. So he brings a reader home um, okay. from school. So the school ones. Yeah? So the school ones that he reads, um, he'll pick up anything in the house that he can read. And if he doesn't understand anything, he'll ask. Mm, um, so he mm, pretty mm. much just enjoys reading anything, basically. So he'll just pick up any book and read. Oh, wow. yeah. You know, in the old days, when I was growing up, my parents bought me this set of books. Uh, they were called storyteller books. They came in magazine form. You bought them at CNA and you bought a little tape as well. So you read along and listened to the story that was read out to you. And that really helped me learn how to read and enjoy reading because, you know, for lack of anything else, number one, I could follow someone else telling me the story yeah. while I was reading it for myself and I really got into it. And number two, uh, it, it came in the form of, it was almost like small magazines. So you felt like you, you had achieved something because it wasn't this massive book and they always had pictures. So you read about 20 pages, let's mm-hmm. say, and you were like, yeah, I've done it for the week, you know. Um, do they have something like that nowadays? I think they do. CNA carries um, a lot of that. Mm. Um, they've got audio books as well. So also you're reading. The child is also listening as to how to pronounce certain words yeah, and now what they actually right? mean yeah. as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they do have those. Do you think they have an app like that though? There's an app for everything. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking about that. As I'm asking that, I'm actually really asking because I'm thinking, if they don't have an app for that, what the hell are we waiting for? We've got Monobisi here. We can play some of the crazy characters. Yeah, no, the mad ones. The mad ones. Yeah, let's stand here. Like about Tikolosh, now about my Silo. Lisilo Rula. We should make a Lisilo Rula book. You can play Lisilo. You don't want to play Lisilo. You don't have to do much. You have to go. You know, I was with you to a certain point, and then I just lost you. You lost me? I lost you. You, you s- we're sitting on a money spinner and you're saying no. I, I'm trying to take you with me. I'm, take it all. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to take you with me to the promised land and Shem. I have to drag you Shem. along. Shem. <laughs> I don't want to have to drag you. No, my brother, I don't have to drag you along. Ne? What's the music here today? The app, no, he was, he was here. He was here. You heard the show. Shem. He was with Layla. But you know what? Ne? I'm not going to drag you along if you're not coming. Shem. I'm taking this with me. Yeah, we're gonna make yeah. some money. We're gonna make Listen, some money. But do you do you take any books on holiday for your boy, or do you take any books for yourself when you go on holiday? Yes, because when I go on holiday, that's the time whereby I actually get some me time. You yeah. don't actually get to have some time at home and just read mm. because there's mm. so much to do. You're back from work. When I get back home, I'm a mom, mm. Um, mm. and then we have to read to Rory, and then at a certain time he needs to sleep, and then. By the yeah. way, Rory, as in Rory sang. Rory Sang. Sang. Before you were like Rory, no, it's Rory Sang. Okay, Rory Sang. <laughs> it's not a Rory with a Y. Get Rory. <laughs> so you read. What time do you read to to Rory Sang? 
Um, between eight and half past eight. Okay. Um, because then he goes to to bed around half past eight. So he's one of those that if you haven't read to him as yet. Yeah, no. And what kind of books problem. are you reading to him at the moment? I'm 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 asking this because. Growing up, we had fairy tales, right? The, the the very Western, very European fairy tales. And I must say, they did affect me as a child because I, I started believing in the fairy tales. I, I believed in um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. I believed in Hansel and Gretel and all that. And, and from a cultural point of view, they kind of stuck with me into my adulthood. So the way the story is set up, uh, the, the cultural references even... Um, we, we use things like, uh, 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 I'll drop, what, uh, did you drop pieces of bread along the way so I could find you? You know, things like that. Yeah. Are no, there, it, is there anything like that, like, that's African? Or what do you want to ask? No, like, I was just about to go to the African route, right? Ronan Marashakadi, Rastashini, Open and Bed, Yabonage, I hear you on that. But, but those are, those are, what is Rastations in King Rastation? <laughs> recitals, actually. Recitals. It's recitals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's recitals. You made it Rastation. 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 And then what else was there? But what yes. were you reading? Were, were those That's in books? Tina, our culture has always been passed on from one generation. I know it's been it's been oral, it's right? Never, My mother used to tell me yeah. used to tell me stories. You know, yeah. yes. a famous one were, exactly. were, were, was the twins um, who were walking along, and one twin kicked a stone and then uh, swore at the stone, and then it became like this wall that wouldn't let them pass. And the one that didn't swear at the stone was allowed to pass through, but the other one stayed there forever. And and you know the the crux of that story was about don't don't disrespect people. Don't even disrespect things that are smaller than you, that you think are smaller mm. than you, because one day they'll grow up and they'll be bigger than you and they'll stop you from, from, from you know, those are important in terms of lessons, life lessons, but yep. none of them were written down. So if you don't remember them, tough luck. That's what it. happened? Yeah. Tough luck there? Tough luck. We were told the stories, not read those stories too. But yeah. have you found any books like that as a parent in the modern age? Are you actually even looking for them? Do you even To care? be quite honest, it's, yeah. it's, you, <laughs> The, the, the stories that are out there are still very much the old stories that we were subjected to um, growing up. Yeah. Luckily enough for me, uh, my mom is an ex-teacher and she used to teach at Township. Shout out to your mom. So we've got what, what? those books. Mm. Type of situation. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and language wise, I mean, you're seven year old. Uh, yes. Is he speaking any other language apart from English? He speaks both Sotswana and English. Okay. Yeah. Not yes. Zulu. No Zulu in the Nyana. Well, I mean, your nyana. husband's not Zulu, is he? Kryptonite Nyana. Why are you being like that? I just had to go there. Because he has to go there. He's the crazy <laughs> I one. I just had to That's go there. That's his job. <laughs> Don't stop him from no, doing No, he, he, he reads, I mean, he, he reads, um, in English. He's able to converse in both English, Sotswana, and obviously in, in Zulu as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Brilliant. that because you guys started from day one talking to him in those languages, or is it a granny thing? It's it's a granny thing. It's the helper thing, um, yeah. and he's had to learn. And I mm. mean, to be quite honest, he you you stay with other in a community whereby there's other kids as well that mm. don't necessarily speak just English. Yeah, yeah. They will speak mm. Zulu and Swana and Zulu and, and all adapt. of that. Adapt and he needs die. to adapt in the contemporary yeah. suburban setting. There are kids who are not only speaking English. No, no. because I'm you confused. still you still get your katlejo who goes to that primary school in next door Egasi, yeah. who then will converse in in Zulu and, and, and all of that in the suburbs. 
not in the burbs. We don't always live in the burbs. Okay, let's just put it into context. When you go home, mm. or when you go visit the people there, Kokasi, that's what happens. Fair enough. Because here's why I ask this. I, I'm, 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 I've got a nephew, mm-hmm. and uh, both his parents are closer. His father passed away many, many years ago. Um, but the entire like family around him speaks Kosa when they're not speaking English, mm-hmm. and he cannot speak any Kosa at all. Like he just cannot. He can hardly hear it even, yeah, and it that, surprises that, me. That's his background. I think you you need to look at a kid's background. You you are a sum total of where you've been exposed to. Correct. And I think this is why for Help me. Help me then with that because I don't understand. Like everybody, when they're together, and this is my wife's family. Mm-hmm. They're from like Eastern Cape, Mtata. So uh, you, be- you best believe <laughs> you best believe that when they're together, it's no longer English. And if you're there as well, you're expected to it's speak tough. in Kosa. Yeah. Even if you like <laughs> you answer back in English, they will continue in to speak Kosa. to you yes. in Kosa. Exactly. If you answer in your own language, Sipedi, they will actually even say a scuva. So you're like, but hang on, you're in my house, you're in Gauteng. Okay, this is a Pedi house. And that's what I'm trying to say. I don't understand. One Kosa. One Kosa in the room. Dude, they muddy the whole water. It, it just and we're all speaking Kosa. All the ladies are speaking Kosa, yeah, and there's only one Kosa in the room. But but you how must. how do you think that happened then? You know, you know, Kosa people are a very uncompromising clan. Yes. Like yes, the, you're right. pretty much like the Zulus. Yes. The Zulis are bullies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we just put it out there? Okay. <laughs> They're like bullies. They they will bully you into their raw Zulus very raw. And Kosa people allowed. Mm-hmm. Very, very loud, very loud. Take over, So I think I think the the one thing though that Tosa people want you to know they are Tosa. Okay. Zulu people, you will hear with what they say that you will know. Okay, lom Zulu lo. You know, sunukumanga lenjela sis. You know, and 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 then maybe Tswana women love being in the mix of that. You know, <laughs> the Zulus, you concoction. mean? Concoction. No, concoction. I, think, I don't know what's wrong with Tswana and Billy people. Arutwan. <laughs> uh, there was one time, you know, when, when you you go to a security guard, right? You're about to sign up, and he's talking to you in this broken, petrified Zulu, <laughs> and you're like. And you and you both start speaking in Zulu, right? Suddenly you're like, "Well, I don't know yeah. why we're speaking in Zulu." And then you're like, "Me bra mara arwolele ones," and <laughs> it's like, "Oh shucks, not everyone in Joburg actually speaks Zulu. I can actually speak our language." Yeah. Wangwa, wangwa uh, no, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> but anyway, um, yesterday the box had an emphatic win over the the, the Americans. Uh, I'm sure you watched the game or at least the highlights or yeah, you heard highlights, about it or highlights, read about highlights. it. Sixty-four-zero. What, you know, I was very vocal um, when the box lost against Japan. You were May, extremely maybe vocal. I was just ups- no, I was upset, but but a lot of other feelings came out about no, yeah, about color, the, the, the race. coaching. I, I've race never and heard else. you speak about race the manner that you did on. I was social I was media. very 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 strong about it, and, and I wasn't going to respond. And, and you know what? I've decided not even to back down anymore. That's that's the way I'm going now. Um, I you think a lot of South Africans, though. a lot of South Africans, I 21 am angry. 21 years later, we still angry. I am, we are angry. angry. We still have to be angry. We still have to be angry. Because we're putting it into, into the context of rugby, right? But I think it goes across um, all you, industries as well. I, I think mean, you both need a holiday. No, wait a minute. Let's talk about it for a second. Uh, we have a situation where 
yesterday, for example, Loisin Volvo played the entire game and he scored a try, hmm. which is great. Brian Habana scored many tries. Um, and initially, it seemed like there was a real resistance from not only the coach, but the coaching staff, as well as Sari themselves, towards putting black players who were at the top of their game during the, the, the recent super rugby season into the team. And sometimes what would happen is you would find a player like Loisin Vovo who plays on the wing. He's a specialist. That's his job. He's done well. You can look at his stats. And then the coach insists on putting someone like Francois Ohard on the wing. He's not even there, dude. Uh, well, that's what happened earlier, right? I would have taken Francois no, but, over Rudy Page any day. But here's the thing. Off. No, no, no. Wait a Let's minute. Let's just put it into can, can context. Can I just finish what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Let's put it into context because okay. this is context. Okay. To the point where even Francois Hochard, and now he's not there anymore, suddenly after that, that statement, Francois Hochard said, said in, in the press that he felt bad that here is Loisin Volvo, who's a specialist at this position, hmm. and he has been on the bench the whole time, hmm. and so has Francois. Now when it's time to, to change a wing and put in Loisin Volvo, suddenly Francois is put in, and he is a specialist number nine, which is a scrum half. And he felt like, but why is this happening when there's this guy here? This is his job. And here I am playing a position that is not my position. Okay, he can and that, play. That he has does happened. play it. No, but that is ha- he does play, and he, that's where he started. But yeah. that has happened throughout Heineken Mayer's tenure as coach. There have been a lot of black players who've been on the squad but have been on the bench. And they've been on the bench, they've been on the bench, you get a few minutes of game time. And then suddenly when it's time, because another white player has been injured or something, he brings in another white player to put into that position that the black player was waiting to go into. Mm-hmm. But instead of actually the white player, was that was his position, it was like, no, well, you know, he can sometimes play number seven, even though he's a number eight or whatever, whatever. And, yeah. and that was what I was, I was, I was talking about. The, mm. the, the, the lack of opportunity given. Even when Viola Davis won her Emmy Award, she did say, the thing is, it's, it's, it's about opportunity. Mm. If we as black women don't get opportunities to play these amazing characters, we can never win these Emmys and we can never win these Oscars. And for me, I felt that rugby is such an important sport in South Africa to bring us together that we cannot allow anybody to even mess with it slightly that we have the situation now where I think that the nation is quite divided over the box. And yes, we're all happy now that they're winning. They're not going to win the World Cup. I'm saying that. I'm putting my head on the block right now. Um, and that's a good thing because we need Heineken Mayer to go. But we cannot mess with something that is so important well, to social how's he going to go and they just signed another five-year contract? They shouldn't have well, signed another he... five-year contract. But they did. Peter De Villiers did much better than him. Uh... When he was the coach, when you look at his stats, but he didn't get the, uh, an, another contract. And in fact, a lot of people say Peter De Villiers used Jake White's squad, but they forget that when Peter De Villiers was the coach for the under 21, Jake White used his, his squad. squad. Yeah. You see what I'm saying here? Yeah, yeah. And, and we don't, we don't, we don't talk about these things enough in South Africa because it's 21 years later. We're supposed to be over it. It mm. happens in the corporate no, no, world. No, 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 I, I wrote I a blog think, look, about look, 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 it look. where I did an analogy and I said it happens in the corporate world where they'll choose. One person. You are now part of the executive. You're going to sit in the boardroom with us, but you're the only black face there. Mm. Decisions are made. And, and in fact, a friend of mine has said that you'll sit in the boardroom and there's mostly Afrikaans people. They'll start talking in Afrikaans like it's every day. And then you say, uh, excuse me, guys, you don't see me here. And then they, they're like, oh, you don't speak Afrikaans? No, I don't speak Afrikaans. But if it's an all black company or an all black boardroom, you can't just start rapping in Zulu. I mean, this happens in TV. Right. I used to be on Benelanders. They wrote okay, can, I, can I just come in? I just, oh, hang ten. Hang uh, ten. I want to finish the story. I, no, I when I go get the man, I'm saying I was, saying I was, saying I was, saying I was, saying I was. Okay, okay, no, I'll give you a chance. Yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, the, the challenge is this, ne? is that when we do talk, we're talking when the squad is losing. I have a problem with it. 
we should talk consistently when the squad is winning, winning and when or it's losing. all yeah. losing. Because now, I'm now that we're all no, no, hang winning. on, hang on, we're all happy that. Yeah, thank mm. you. Uh, we're all talking about um, like which players Heineke should be including, and and you know somehow the world just always answers itself as well. John Tevilliers gets an injury. Dialende had to come in from an injury that was. Is Dialende colored or is he is he white? Because I'm confused. <laughs> well, we At some know. point we were told he's colored, but I, I saw him. I see a white guy there. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm a chin. And, you know what? This I'm is not. Chin. This is not about. And I must say, I must reiterate this. It's not about black versus white because at the end of no, the day, as well, it should be about there squad lot, selection. There are a lot of really great white players in the team and also I, I have a lot of black white friends you know some of my best friends are white oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I sound racist right now um, but the, the, the fact is if we don't talk about it, if we're those uh, black people who are privileged enough and, and this happened when I was at private school growing up you are one of the few you are so this is what they, they, they told us you're privileged you, you, you've been given opportunities you know and you're told you're not like the other blacks blah 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 you're different you're different and then we take that being different so personally that we don't ever want to shake the boat when we see like what's happening out there. You I know? love it when Tumisho is so passionate about something because he won't stop. Like his eyes are just getting bigger. You and, can see and how passionate he is about the yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah, he is. You, I you am are. because because I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing more and more as I'm getting older that these things have not changed, and, and, and yet we're expected old. to just keep on keeping quiet about it because it's 21 years later at, at 50 years later things will still be going on the same way and Tumisho, then it will be too late to change thing. it if those players aren't shouting off the rooftops where they are how are we expected to shout on their behalf sometimes we're supposed to shout on their behalf because no. they are the voiceless you know i'll tell you I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example i'll give you an example i'm a professional right i work in, in entertainment and tv like I was saying, I was doing Benelanders for nearly a year. Benelanders, it's an Afrikaans show. You get everything in Afrikaans. The scripts, the call sheets. You, when you get on the floor, the, the director can come and talk to you in Afrikaans. Even though this scene is in English and he knows that you don't speak Afrikaans. Then you have to say, sorry, I don't know what you said. Um, even if you did. Because, like, why must we assume? And then he'll start talking to you in English, right? But... Um, and they had they had only one like colored director because he spoke Afrikaans. No black directors because they were like, well, you know, you don't speak Afrikaans, so it's going to be a problem. Then I do Isibaya. It is a Zulu only show. 100%. 100%. Okay? We get our scripts in English, which we are supposed to translate while just before we start shooting. Now, quickly into translate into Zulu. The director's white, the, the director of photography is white, a whole bunch of people are white, and that's not a problem. The thing is, though, there's someone sitting next to the director who actually translates for, for the director and says, listen, that's what they said. I think we should do that again because of blah, blah, blah. So there's support. For the white director Which is not wrong Neither is it right It just is However If you as a black director Decided to go And direct Getrot met rugby Or Benelanders Let's say We've got a language problem And we're not going to support you In the same way If you can't speak Afrikaans Is that not A racist thing? No What is it then? No No it's What is just, it? It's Let's prefer- call a spade it's, a spade It's preference what do you mean it's preference? It's preference, preference for they, what? They prefer to speak in that language. Well, we can say what we prefer to, but we're more democratic, which is mm. saying, look, we, we are not going to say because you're white, you're disqualified from directing a show that is in Zulu. You're good at your job. We will support you to do your job well. However, if you're black and you want to do a Afrikaans show, they will not give you the same support to do your job well. That's not preference. That, that is a problem. And, and if we don't call it racism, I want to know what we call it. It's pre- I call it preference. Nah, I call I call it I call it. Let's just call it. We need to space. create more Racism. environments, which is why actually is, I love traveling this. to Club Med because, like, 
On the south side, if if I'm <laughs> Italian, no, 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 but, no, but listen to this, Dimitri. I, I and I think there's wisdom in this, okay? Oh. And I'm not buying your face, but I've been there, buying the right? Face. Like the one thing you know, in in for example, if we went to Bangkok, right? We went to Phuket, okay? Those guys do not speak English whatsoever. But when I got into the resort, I felt comfortable because someone who spoke my language, who even there's effort in them trying to speak my language you know i appreciated that because then they they made me feel at home they made me feel like i'm not in a foreign country and and which is why we're probably even scared to travel as well you know black people are i'm making sweeping statements today so i'm already being sworn on on wechat they say tech bc koala Zulus are peaceful. But That's funny <laughs> that, that a Zulu person should start with with with, with a threat and then say Zulus are peaceful, and then mm, after like, that's quite ironic. Point taken. Uh, oh yeah, it's called yeah, irony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so I I think you know for me that that was the bigger thing is when you travel you want to know that at least there's a universal language nyana that somebody can identify with or or make you feel comfortable with. Listen, do you guys take that very seriously or is I mean, definitely. I mean, what we do is that at our resorts, we make sure that we know that from a South African perspective, um, yeah. what's spoken in South Africa mostly would be English. Right. So if you go to any of our resorts, what we try and do is that we have what we call our English speaking geo so that you do feel welcomed. So you do feel that there is somebody that actually understands me and that I will actually be able to converse and have a conversation with someone. Yeah. Um, I think the last time I mentioned that we've got a couple of um, what we call our GOs, which are people that are working for us, basically. What at is our GOs? It's a gentle organizer. So this a is gentle someone, organizer. Yes. How is that different from a uh, aggressive concierge? <laughs> <laughs> no, with our with, with, with GOs, our gentle organizers, these guys basically, their whole lives, their jobs are dedicated to making you happy. That is that is their mm. job. Yeah. So you yeah. get to the resort. They they basically are there to just say, "Mona, obviously have a good time." Yeah. And we will make sure that you have a good time because it's my job to make sure that you actually have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what they do. So at our resorts, we have English speaking um, geos. You will have, like I said, we've got our own South Africans that are in resort as well. Yeah. Because sometimes you just want to converse hey, and cosa. Hey, oh, man. you God. just want to oh. break it down. Sometimes oh, you just want to see. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to say, "But chungdu melang." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always so refreshing to say that And somebody goes guy," And you're like oh my yeah, geez, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that happened to me once when I was traveling um, In the Caribbean And someone actually spoke to me And, 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 and it was so amazing It just makes the whole holiday So incredible yeah. You yeah. know what I mean It, it just grounds you so, just, so it does. Do yeah. you guys at, at Club Med make sure that Even your, your staff sometimes They get sent to these faraway places Where we might not expect a closer speaking person there Or or we or we have a lot of our South Africans. Um, I've got one, for instance, right now in Cancun as well, who's South African. What? So, yeah, yeah. So we've got in Cancun, we've got mm. in the in Indonesia. So you will find your South Africans, especially where we know that we a lot of South Africans go on holiday. Yeah. To yeah. make sure that when you get there, you've got someone that you know that relates to you. Yeah. Because mm. the last thing you want is to be on holiday and feel like it's just strangers and nobody speaks your language, nobody gets you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah, here's uh, just to go back to the point that Monobisi made that we as black South Africans seem adverse to travel um, seem as if 
we don't necessarily want to spend our money on experiences. We'd rather spend them on material things. And it's a South African thing because dumb. because um, when, dumb. You, when you look at the international travel market, the British, for example, they've got such bad weather. They need to get out they of that country. They need to get out of the country. <laughs> but what are you guys? What are you guys doing to to make sure that this emerging black middle class, with all their spending power, you know, um, and their desire to travel, even though they might not know that they have this desire to travel. How are you talking to them to, to show them that these things are possible? I think what we definitely know is that the desire is definitely there to travel and, mm. and to be able to explore. And I think what's been missing more than anything else is is information. Yeah. Mm. That's that's all that, that it is. You on. don't know what you don't Spot know. On. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Unless yeah. if somebody gives you information, because if you don't have that information, you don't know that you can actually pack up your bags right now and go to Cancun. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to go to man. But that's the thing because I, what, I think what was marketed to us was your Kentucky tours yeah. because you want to go from one country to the next in like seven days and you I don't think be, that's such yeah. a bad idea Jam-packed. especially like have you thing. been on one don't judge if you haven't been on one I'm uh, judging because I've been it, on one okay, can it, I just, it can appeals I just to a answer? certain market yeah can I just answer okay have you can been on it yes or no uh, you see I can't answer yes or no Kids to that no. question uh, comrade I'm going to answer as a politician would I have been around the Kentucky as I was doing my own travels and I saw them over there uh, with my snobbish nature And I was like hmm, Maybe I don't want to do it like that And the reason was I just saw a whole bunch of old people That I wouldn't want to be around That's the problem you, The mix that I don't think they always get the mix right But if you got a mix right Like I, I'm, I'm thinking When it comes to travel We're always thinking I'd, You know my wife and I Would love to travel with our with our friends As a group But like a big group mm-hmm. Couples mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. and if we have children We go, we go with that. all Let's our children that. Let's do that Yeah because that's fun Let's do that Because you, you go to a place And you're with your friends It's <laughs> men and women That are together uh, and there's more fun to be had. I know that when we travel on our own, it is fun. It's great. We always have a great time. But th- there are times when you have lulls. Maybe she doesn't want to do that and she wants to do that. So, uh, you know, she feels forced that now we have to go like scuba diving. And it's not a thing. And she's not even going to get scuba diving. And I have to go to the spa. Let's but if it's if it's a group thing, you know. Yeah. And, and, and you guys do do group tours. Just to reiterate, because we went through this. And I think a lot yeah. of people... Might not remember that we said that you guys do those specials for groups. Give us, you know, you, we do have so whether you're traveling as you can travel as a group, mm-hmm. um, so whether it be a group of friends or a group as a group My of couples, couples. yeah, yeah and you just make it a, yeah, mm-hmm. um, if you want to maybe book as as a group of uh, couples like a villa where it's just couples villa. and you enjoy that, that. of course, um, as long as I get the main bedroom. That's the problem I'm a very democratic guy There's been many so, times that I haven't slept in that But in obviously, I mean, if you if you take a villa Every single room Is the main bedroom It's it's like the main bedroom much, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can take a full bedroom where villa these, where, which, which destinations are villas available? Um, You could do Mauritius has got, we've got mm-hmm. villas there Ranging from four, three bedroom, two bedroom That you can okay. um take Um, We spoke about Fanilu the last time In the Maldives, uh, mm-hmm. but that is You're mm-hmm. not sharing, because okay. it's only one Amen. bedroom yeah. Villas, yeah. so yeah. you travel As groups of couples, but you separate yeah. when, <laughs> when it's important You must go separate When it's time, yeah. it's important yeah. 
you wouldn't know what that means, right? No, I don't. No, 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 not at the moment. No, no. <laughs> you could try skiing as well as a group, and you could take over um, chalets mm. um, like as well. That. I think I like that, that there would be really, really awesome. Be it's nice. an experience, yeah. yeah. Especially Something during December, it would be different. With this heat wave, it would be nice to go away to a winter yeah. place, you know. Yeah. You, you know, I must say, skiing. I'm very scared now. I heard Michael Schumacher and what what. Yeah, he he, he got brain damage, like, but he was he was a hero. Like he was, he, he's a regular skier, so he was going too fast, really, and and he was. <laughs> He was doing things that you and I would not do. So we wouldn't necessarily get hurt. And he was on a... Because every ski slope has like a beginner course, has an intermediary, has has an expert. So he was on the expert. Ah, you know, I know these things. He knows these things. <laughs> also. Um, and, and as Brenda said to us last time, you know, first you get the training and that sort of thing. And you go at your own pace, right? Yeah, you get the training. Um, and obviously then they just check to see where are you at in terms right. of your level right do right. they need to stick with you the whole time and right. actually assist you so you've got these professional instructors the whole time with you right, right. Um, to be able to assist you and for you to actually learn something quite new guys yeah. I, i'm gonna put you on the spot okay i think we're gonna arrange five couples i think there's enough friends between yeah. us yeah yeah, yeah. and Let's then shire something ne? Yeah. What is something? You no, we'll do pay for it. Ski. Yeah. By the way, we'll pay for it. It's not something free, you know. Because no, you know, I, you know, like, yeah. yeah. No, you know what? You know what? Sure, because stop right there. Stop I, right I there. also no, wouldn't right want there. to to stop go right on a, a free mile trip no, because I'm taking. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. You're not gonna get some. You're not gonna get some. Five friends are going. You're gonna pay for me and my five friends. We're gonna talk later. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so you'll take me more seriously because we're putting our back where our mouths are. Ne? Listening. Right. What I want us to do is arrange like a place where couples can just go and be. You know, like uh, I want to try out China. I definitely want to try. Naked? No, not like that. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. Not that kind of. You know, the reason why is (laughs) because word of mouth is far more powerful for me than than. You know, I, I travel to a lot of places where my friends have been to. Yes. You know, I, I don't try veer off. I'll veer off maybe if I've got a date to spend and I, I want to do something else. I'll veer off. But they, when they say you get there, you spend time here. Now, this for me sounds like something that we can do and, and really start a movement of people who know how to travel properly. Because I, I feel South Africans don't know how to travel properly at times. I think it's also, like I said, it's fear of the unknown. Yeah. Where do I go? Who do I talk to? Do I know? Yeah. Yeah. Where where is that? Oh, Mexico. Ganchan. But you leave that conversation just with yourself. You're not asking the actual, the relevant people. Yeah. So you're having that conversation is between Monobisi and I, and we don't know, and we leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As opposed to actually saying, you know what? If we don't know, who can we actually ask? Right. Right. Um, And we're saying from a club made perspective, we've got these 80 destinations around the world yeah ask us yeah where do you want to go and yeah. we'll point you yeah. in the right direction yeah no i'm with you i i totally so please let's arrange something let's uh, arrange something yeah yeah something yeah. something, you know? something. Some, let's chase that summer again you know I mean, well i mean we're chasing winter now aren't we because we decided that uh, we're going to uh do you want to go do on a on a winter break winter or something break. i mean something no, different so you wanted to go you wanted to go with your five friends with your five miles okay now i want to go to china i want to i want to go oh, to you want to go shopping china. in china you want to go to cancun and marrakech yeah but china is my number one i love china you, you know? would you would do that with a city stop over i'm yeah. assuming like yeah. hong kong oh yeah oh yeah 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 mapasika nice. already i mean i hated that show eh? <laughs> so anybody who's listening now do not download 
the episode where Mapaseka was here. She was in Bali. Yes, yes, because it was a problem. No, they they did stop were, over. Were you, were you jealous? No, were, were you were jealous? jealous? I was green with envy. And they both came back never glow. You know they were never refreshed. You know, and there's nothing you could say that could like like piss her off. You know, like <laughs> like I tried. I tried to get okay, under to honest, her she's, skin. She's generally like that though. You know that, right? I tried to get under her skin. I generally I get to her. You know, oh, you generally get to a lot of I get to her. You do. You do. No, she was all zen, and she was yeah. like. I was like, my friend Marawa glow or whatever. Let's have a glow. And I was at Tavo the previous week, you know. And he was glowing. And a dark man glowing. Like, Ish. you have no idea. It means then he was really dark refreshed. Eh? Dark Dindi. <laughs> Not a Kosa yeah, Dindi. Anyway, okay. moving anyway, right along. Moving right along eh? But yeah, guys, I, I'm excited. Like, are we, we're going to do this. I think Club Med is onto something here. I really do. Eh? I yeah, well, really I mean, do. thanks for being with us over the past couple of weeks. The conversation doesn't stop here because no. we're all about travel on the show and we're all about taking you to destinations that you never would have thought are possible. Um, thanks, guys, for being with us today. Uh, we will sort that out and we'll book it. Coming up. Yeah, uh, winter. you're chasing winter. Your five <laughs> friends are chasing winter and yeah. your five friends are chasing sun. Exactly. Com- exactly. Coming up after uh, this short musical break Nakane Tuare Tuare there okay. he goes but uh, you know I'm trying to find an, uh, his song here on our playlist and we don't have it yet and uh, I just don't I don't want to just play something yeah, you know just for the yeah, sake play of playing that one with black coffee. Uh, but I'm trying to find it we don't have it and I don't want to go see if I if I go to to my my own playlist then my phone might ring in the middle of it have you got it there? Ah, this is such an embarrassing moment Huh? You see, you see. So in the middle of the whole thing, you're gonna have you're gonna have that problem. So uh, what do we play instead then? Okay, we'll play Fede Badi then. Okay, let's do that for now. And when we come back, we'll be talking to him about his new single and of course his life and winning a summer and all sorts of things like that. We'll be right back. This is CliffCentral.com. As I said, in the studio we have with us a young man by the name of Nakane. Am I pronouncing it right? Okay. Tell no, me. you're not. It's, I, Naka, it's Nakane Ture. Nakane Ture. Yes. You know, I thought it was Nakane Ture, right? But mm. I was like, that sounds French. And are you French? I'm Kosa. How, how do you and know I heard what you guys were saying about Kosa. Yeah, yeah, Kosa, yeah, Kosa man. So I'm here to take over. As you said, we normally <laughs> as do. As usual, as usual. <laughs> so, so, so how is it that you have, like, a surname that that is actually well, it's, uh, Senegalese uh, or West, West African? African. I adopted um, Alifaka Ture's surname. Oh, he was one, of my, one of my favorite musicians. So you yourself personally adopted the surname. Yeah, yeah is that yeah. what appears on your on your on your ID? No, I wish. no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I used to okay. go. So I like used to joke around. Name. Yeah, I used that's to go around name. and joke and pre- uh, and make a joke on press releases that. Okay. I was a long lost son, and people actually believed it. And then and then <laughs> Nakane though that's that's your parents. That's that's, that's all you. Nakane, build uh, each other up. What what does Nakane mean? You know, my course is limited. Build each other up. Zenakan. Oh, Nakan. Zenakan. Ah. You know, Kosa names are longer than, than just the word. Like, uh, even my child's name is not just Zina. It's Zinati Inzikelelo. Zinati Inzikelelo. It's a sentence. It's like... That's a whole sentence. <laughs> how do you put that on? You know, exactly. As uh, it should be. As it should be, huh? <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Uh, you are also a, uh, a writer, you, you, you know, apart from the many things that you're very talented yes. at. Um, and you've just written a... a a book called Piggy Boys Blues. What is it about? It's about this young man who leaves the city and goes to the rural areas 
in mm-hmm. a small town in the Eastern Cape called Alice to live with his uncle. Mm-hmm. Just to sort of clear his mind and get away from uh, the noise and tragedy that happened in Johannesburg. But when he does arrive there, he sort of um, is met with just not, not not at all what he thought he was going to to get. Uh. Um, I, he realizes that his uncle lives with another man, <coughs> and that ends in an, an obsession, an obsessive relationship. That ends in some sort of tragedy as well. Oh, all right, okay. It's, it's also very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Having said all that, it's also very funny. But look, the thing is, at the end of the day, like you wrote a book, man, yeah. and that needs to be applauded because that's amazing. And and, and the prose in this book, the way it's written, it's 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 just so beautifully written. You Thank know, you. Um, this is your first book, though. It's my first novel, yes. It's your first novel, but you've been writing like for the longest time. Yeah, well, I've been writing the novel for about seven years. I started it when I was studying literature at Wits okay. when I was about twenty. You're an expert, like me. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm also a dropout. You wrote the book. You dip your toes in and then you leave. <laughs> you, you, get, you just get the you, get what you need. Just get the form, and then All you right. can you can you can sort of like um, yeah. build on what you have. Uh, but I, I, yeah, it started out as a short story, and it was something else. In the beginning And uh, I, I wrote it for seven years And then my album came out And things happened And then I would write it on and off uh, And then I sent I finally finished I was like God I need to finish this mm. I sent it to a publisher Tabiso Maklape Who works for Chakana Who now is the owner Of Blackbird Black Which Bird is an imprint books, yeah. Of, of yeah. Chakana And yeah. we, we signed the contract And when she said When we decided on the deadline Which was this year September, mm. October mm. I reread what I had written And I completely hated it so I ripped it, ripped it up and wow. reworked it and went to East London to my uncle's house okay. to, to just, just rework the novel. I just want to read yeah. them a piece of the prose here, you know, so that they understand what I'm talking about. Sure. Here, here, here's just something. It says, uh, <laughs> Dusk was settling into night from afar. Silhouettes of belfries stood black and tall, towering over houses and trees. The air was still. Leaves, dead or alive, were left unmoving and branches unnodding. The sky was mad with a rusty and blue hue, the clouds thin and silver scrapes. Somewhere far off, a dog barked and another responded. A van was seen navigating the pothole tar road, whipping up small stones and leaving behind a storm of dust. Hmm. I see that picture. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you for reading that so well. I mean, you, but you, you don't just... If there was such a thing as you don't just write novels, you you also just in jail, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're also a summer award-winning artist, dude. Like yeah. he's an overachiever, hey. And and like, okay, I'm sorry to ask this, but how old are you? Let me ask. I'm 27. You're 27. You've written a book. You've won a summer. You won a summer. Let's say two years ago, 2013, right? 20, was it 2013? Yeah, it says 2013. Remember. Yeah, 20, um, 20, 2014. 2014. Well, yeah. Okay. My album came out uh, um, around, around this time uh, in 2013, and this following year I won the summer. Tell uh, us about like when you were growing up. Um, did you always know that you wanted to go into music and, and art yeah. uh, as you did? Yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, I, my family was very involved in choirs. I mean, okay. I, but are you from you an were actually in family? a church, eh? God, I don't want to talk about the church. <laughs> no, let's go there. Let's go there because you got a very interesting story about the church. Okay, uh, but 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 well, that came later in life. Which right, we, we're starting in the beginning. Okay, you know? I'm now fast we're, forward. We're telling the story, you know. Yeah, right. But yeah. um, but in, I mean, my family was very very involved. Well, the females very involved mm. in choirs. Well, which were the only ones who were there. Mm. <laughs> um, and I mean, in the Eastern Cape choir festivals are very. 
are taken very, very seriously. Yeah, choral music is choral a music is taken yeah. very, very yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Eastern Cape and the KZN, actually, those are the two leading, you know, Ningunis. Okay. Um, in, in, in terms of like take, take, right, I'm not sure I like what you're No no no, 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 no I need to rephrase it n- 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 Not in terms of like How good they are But in terms yeah. of how seriously They take Yeah yeah no I know Do you that know what I'm talking about For sure I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm, yeah, I don't yeah. want to start Some tribalistic no, 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 Let's not do that <laughs> No but, but for real though uh, yeah. but, So it, uh, my family Was sort of very involved In that And I was always singing But then when I was seven And I was I went to my first inter in, um, multiracial school, and I was I sang a solo of Sun at Night in a Christmas carol evening, and that's when I decided that I wanted to be a musician. I was seven years old. Okay, I sort of knew at that point, and I was like, okay, this is this is the one. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And that was it from then. You were like, this is what I want to do with my life. Yeah, I invested in it. I, I mean, I invested my time in it. I invested everything that I had in it. I, I played instruments. Yeah, every instrument that I could pick up. So you were self-taught musician in terms of instruments? Or um, did you actually go for lessons? Uh, I studied classical trombone. I, I, okay. I played piano. I studied a little bit of piano. I played marimbas. I played still band, still drums and still bands. I played in, in jazz bands and wind bands, etc., uh, etc. Et I did musicals <laughs> yeah but then your music yeah. uh, how would you describe your music because you won best alternative album your song, uh, right? you know alternative is such a broad um, it's term. a broad statement it's a broad and term. so and so because and, 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 and because of that I will I will call it alternative okay. but but I but in my own capacity I call it soul music okay in the sense that when I started writing music and because because I because my mother was obsessed with Marvin Gaye and the OJs and the Manhattans that kind of music was what I understood as, in, in terms of merit, good. Mm. And when I wanted, mm. to, and when I started playing guitar much later in my life, when I was like nineteen or twenty, and started writing music, uh, that is what I was trying to get across in, in some sort of warped choral indie rock um, thing that I've I've I, I started to love. Yeah, you know. So it 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 it, it was this confluence of, of a lot of different genres by that time when I started writing. But it was soul music that made me want to to write. Okay, because I wanted to be Marvin Gaye all my life. <laughs> Still do. And and in terms of your your traveling, how how extensive have you traveled around the world so far in, in your as a young man? Professionally. Professionally or otherwise, you know, it doesn't even matter how. You know. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I, not, not not as much as I want. I would want to. I mean, last year I played uh, a festival in Amsterdam and uh, in Paris. Um, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got the the guys from Club Med here, so you know, if if you want to travel, these are the people to talk to. Have where, you where, ever where heard want, of Club? Where would you want to go? Where would I want to go? I would love to go to Kenya. Okay, but I yeah, but I'm afraid that a person of my caliber would have a difficult time. No, you wouldn't. What, Why would what, 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 what do you time? mean by that? Homosexual. Oh, <laughs> well, you don't. You know, yeah. Okay, how do we get around that? Well, you don't have to be openly homosexual while you're there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, uh, it's like it's like I'm trying to stay alive here, and I'm trying to keep you alive. So like, yeah. So you want to go to places that. Is or, or a problem. Just not go. You know what I mean. Like yeah. think of another great place. Think of another place. Then I mean, I to be honest with you, when I went to Paris, a lot of people were warning me about how awful Paris would be because the French are rude, etc., etc. But I think I was in a space where, and I was around people who uh, knew the nice places, and I had a really, really good time. Mm. Mm. I had a great time actually. Um, too much fun. I would love. I would love to go to. Um, 
But don't you think, I mean, the, 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 the tragedy man, of what's happening in, in Africa at the moment in places like Kenya, Zimbabwe, a, um, we are not gays, Malawi, and, 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 and a whole bunch of other places, yeah. it, it, it's almost like, how do I say? It's, it's like apartheid, but a sexual apartheid, mm. if you will, you know? And, and, but it's worse because people are actually getting killed. killed. For their sexual orientation I mean how, how crazy is that That you can't just Go there and travel You know Like you want to Like just be you You see what troubles me About that is this whole idea Of like a lot of African countries Are speaking about Decolonizing Africa Etc etc and, and, and one of the statements Against homosexuality Or queerness mm-hmm. Is that It is un-African Mm. And then when they support that, they use the Bible, and I'm like, mm. oh, huh. But then before you, you know, but but yeah. I, I feel like that's a that's a weird contradiction. Yeah. If, and if we are gonna decolonize Africa, if we are gonna de- and, and decolonize faith, and decolonize mm. language, mm. and decolonize mm. literature. Mm. It, it, Every aspect of our lives mm. Then we have to start at, the, at one of the reasons Of why we are Where we are And the fact that Christianity And the Bible Was used against us Yeah yeah, yeah You know yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here now Speaking English Yeah But uh, we could speak Dot 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 I mean, I mean it's, 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 it's much more complicated Than than what I'm saying But the point mm. is You can't say something Is an African And that you're trying To sort of you can't be atavistic about things and, and then, then use the Bible. the Bible, which is completely un-African too, which was used against African people. Yeah, which yeah. is used against you, mm, and mm, then now mm. you're using it against the people that you are saying you are trying to help. Yeah, yeah. And also, there is Wait, evidence of the fact that <clears throat> sexuality was much broader than what we have decided to make it before <laughs> the missionaries arrived. That's an interesting point that you make because. You know, and I'm sorry to jump in just no, like that. Is, but is my mic on? Is my yeah, mic on? Yeah, it's on. I, I, but but, I'm but not feeling there, this. there have been there have been, you know, I suppose uh, assertions in literature that uh, King Shaka himself. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this was so mad. Yeah, I don't want to make any. You know, Zulu people yeah, don't, no. don't 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 yeah, don't don't don't. And they're staring at me. But 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 th- that has been asserted. But and so what? You know, I, I, I always say, and so what if he was or, or he wasn't? He was he was a great. He was a great um, leader. He was a great, leader. A great leader. He was a great emperor. He was a visionary. And so what? You know very, what I mean? Very smart as well. And, and, and we're still having that problem even in South Africa. I mean, we can talk about Kenya and Malawi and Zimbabwe as if we have the moral high ground in the way that... Because we, the legislation is? Yeah. But the people are not? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah. we've legislated it, but mm. the people are not there mm. yet. And I think these statements mm. don't really help us. That we... Number one, it, it's, it's almost like homosexual... Uh, homosexuals are seen as the other so it's like you are not just a person you are you are defined by your sexual preference am i defined only because i'm a heterosexual male so everywhere i go it's like hi i'm timisho i'm heterosexual no, the rest yeah, doesn't you matter. don't have to though because can you I, have straight I, privilege can i jump can i jump <laughs> i feel like i feel like a white man right now <laughs> yeah, 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 and i have yeah, to apologize yeah, you better celebrate it, huh? yeah. but you know you've got, so clearly you've had a very close affiliation to the church oh completely i used to preach until until i stopped <laughs> did until, you willingly stop or was it like well what i mean i was ve- i was very i was very very devout and and not just like devout in a sort of con- in, in a liberal christian happy clappy way but in a very right wing church i'm talking about uh, noah i um, don't noah jonah was in the whale 
Yeah. We know that, like, that, that devout and that conservative. Jonah was in the whale, though. Jonah was in the whale, right? Jonah was in the whale. So says the parable. Yeah. So says the story. Mm. You know, but but what I'm trying to say is that like uh, 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 some denominations say that that's just a parable mm-hmm. that Jonah was in the whale, whereas some par- some denominations are saying no, he was inside. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So and and and, and I try to sort of glibly use the fact that 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 example to show how conservative it was. But uh, so we, I mean, I used to, I, I, I was one of the cured <laughs> okay. um, homosexuals. So, uh, and I used to go and sort of like, well, I did like once or twice. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm making it bigger than it actually was. But I, 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 I used to tell my testimony and go there and talk about how the Holy Spirit had entered me. And now I am past no, that. You no longer have those feelings and that sort of thing, which right? Is, That's what you were saying. Which is complete bullshit. Yeah. Those feelings Did you know the time life. that you, 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 were, you were bullshitting to just use your words? Uh, to use my words, thank you for using my words. <laughs> <laughs> or or um, did you really believe it at the time? I mean, sometimes you can't really believe what you're saying. That's faith though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Belief. Yeah. I think, I think convincing yourself every day that when I wake up, it's like, I am not, 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 I am not. And if, I mean, if, if, w- when I was on that pulpit and Preaching against homosexuality, I was saying that yes, every day it is hard. Every day, you, when you're walking in a mall and you see a really, really, really hard guy, okay, you have to look away mm-hmm. because Jesus doesn't like it. Okay, how is that different though to a heterosexual male seeing a hot chick at a mall and having to look away as well because Jesus doesn't like it? Like you're like I'm married, but damn, Lord, if we could just bend the rules this one time, you're married though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. How's how big, 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 big? Well, because. I had a sin, not sin, not sin. sin not, well, uh, well, hey, <laughs> I think it really depends on how we uh, um, define that, and mm. also I think it's very problematic to use the word sin when when you're describing a also, sexual preference, right? A, yeah. yes, A, and B, I'm not a Christian. You are. Okay. So we can't. It's like Cosman going because you don't go to the mountain. Uh-huh. You can't. <laughs> who, who decided the common denominator? But I mean, you grew up in the church, and I don't want to get into a whole church vibe thing here, you know. But here's the thing, right? Didn't isn't that why Jesus died? At the end of the day, like, like, at the end of it all. why are you going there? You saying you're not going there, but you're, but you're going, going there. there. Sorry, like, okay. like, I'm gonna leave it there then. Also, I mean, <laughs> I feel like this conversation went through very quickly. It went south <laughs> and it went quickly, as it always I think does. I enjoy no, it no, much, I'm, eh? I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I you know think what? it's going Sometimes south. You need to talk seriously. I mean, you're a young I man. I want to go on holiday. You're, you're under thirty, right? <laughs> under thirty, yeah. And at the moment, I think the biggest problem with with I think South African and I'll say black youth is that we 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 don't seem to want to have these serious conversations we don't want to get to know each other at that level of soul and spirit we want to talk about a good time let's go party mm. let's go drinking um let's go do that and let's that's okay holiday. but let me not See, get to know I'm you i'm not going too with much you to kenya but i'll go with you to like marrakesh <laughs> so we'll go to marrakesh, marrakesh is in morocco it's a muslim, muslim, muslim country. country okay uh we'll you can get in trouble just because your wife was dancing in public Not in club men <laughs> Not in club men Let's say it like it's I mean an, another thing Another thing that we, we all I mean And this is me Sort of like Checking myself now Is that I have friends in Kenya Who are homosexuals mm-hmm. You know And what do they say The experience And the like? thing is that Like sometimes the media Can make it something Which is Oh it's it not like not people Are just dying it's in like, the I mean Let's say I mean there's so much homosexual activity in Morocco. <laughs> no doubt. And the most interesting thing and is Algeria. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And also the thing is that like apparently, and I don't know how true this is, 
Kenya has the highest gay porn searches on the internet in the world. Okay. Hmm. That's called repression. <laughs> yeah. It's like the good old days in South Africa when we were things were banned. You're not allowed to look at this, so people wanted more. Exactly. In America when, when alcohol was illegal, people were bootlegging left, right, and center. They were drinking yeah. more than they are. <laughs> because they're not allowed to. So I mean yeah. I was reading I, mean, I was I'm uh, having started reading all of it, but I was reading the Shibin book in um about South African Shibins and how um black people drinking was regulated. And the fact that mm. For you couldn't drink certain things exactly, like you couldn't exactly. drink white man's liquor exactly, as exactly. they call it so they were boot- people were making their own and brewing their own beers yeah, and so and they would come and get raided but people would drink so much so quickly because they were not the allowed to come in any time yeah. right you know it's like their parent was like you're not even allowed to I don't know smile the, the kids are going to have sex with the entire city mm. <laughs> you know? alright we have to wrap it up because it's almost time uh, that, that we come to the end of our show but I wanted to ask you a question um, you've got a new single out with Black Coffee right how did yes. that come about he was told about my album yeah this is weird <laughs> this is weird yeah that was very weird it just started yeah. playing on its own um he heard my album and some, someone someone had um sent him my, a link to my album and he bought it on itunes and then he really liked what he was hearing and he was working on his new album and he invited me to his studio and we started writing a song together awesome man yeah nice one well, and, next. And, and he's also on the cover of black Black Magazine, nice one. I'm sure it's gonna be a. And I think he's gonna ruffle some feathers, hey? Putting it mildly, hey? Why do you say that? I I think you're gonna ruffle some feathers. (laughs) Alright, guys, well, we gotta get out of here because it's time uh, for us to go. But before we do, remember that Black Life was brought to you by Club Med, the original all inclusive holiday provider. To learn more about holidays enjoyed in style, Go to clubmed.co.za, tweet them at, at clubmed underscore med or rather at club underscore med underscore SA or call them on 011-840-2600. Club Med, holidays enjoyed in style. We're going to get out of here, yeah, but we've got a off. really great surprise for you because we're going to play you uh, Nakane's uh, huge, oh. huge song here yeah, uh, that we have. Yeah, but thank you, you, thank you to Lesecho for coming through. Thank you, thanks Lesecho for coming thank through as well. Thank you. Thank you for me. making our show a bomb diggity and so Woo-hoo. beautiful and pretty. Here we go. This is CliffCentral.com.